0: Welcome to Middle School Walk and Talk, a podcast series offering heart, hope, and health to members of our middle school communities. Take a walk with co-hosts Bill Spagel and Joe Mazza as they discuss self-care, student well-being, school culture, and more. Middle School Walk and Talk is a production of the Association for Middle Level Education and is designed to support the concepts outlined in our foundational text, The Successful Middle School, This We Believe.
1: Learn more at amle.org. Today's episode, Team Passion Project, getting to know the winners of ASA's Middle School Solve Together Contest.
2: We are live from AMLE 22, and uh, I have my uh, favorite guest here who's not a guest, who's actually uh, running the ship, Phyllis Fagel. Phyllis, welcome.
0: Thank you. I would hardly say I'm running the ship. I would say that the two... Young men to my left and right are running the ship today. They've been doing a great job introducing guests, sharing their projects, and generally bringing a little bit of middle school reality to this conference.
1: Hi, I'm Michael Sonono. I'm an eighth grader from New Jersey, and we won a project called ASA Solve Together.
3: Hello, I'm Thomas Esposito, and uh, I'm one of the people who worked on this project.
1: Can you tell us about the
0: project itself?
3: Oh, sure. Um, this project was about saving bees and seeing how they are going into extinction and we just uh, made a whole way of trans- new transportation for them.
1: Basically, this uh, project, it, or this organization, it combines schools from all over the nation and we all come together to try to um, solve a real world, real world problem.
0: That's great. Uh, Michael, could you tell everyone listening a little bit about what you wish they knew about middle schoolers? We have so many adults walking around here and so few students, and we would definitely want your voice to be in the mix.
1: In middle school, every student is different. Everyone learns in their own unique way. Some people need to see or draw or hear something to learn. Some people are, have weaknesses and strengths in different uh, categories. Can you... Tell us
0: a little bit about bees and why it's important for us to preserve the bee population.
3: Well, bees are a very important part of our structure because they take up most, of our, up most of our pollinization.
2: So talk about the process. What were you doing on a day-to-day? When did you work on it? Was it at school? Was it at home? Was it with a whole bunch of people
3: We first started
1: working on the project around like once a week, and then near the end, we started working like two times or three times a week. At first, we started working on the idea and trying to figure out what we were gonna do. And then we started working on the prototype and ideas and brainstorming how to solve the solution. After that, we brought our ideas to real life and created them. Do you feel like
0: doing a project like that felt different than your normal middle school classes? or a different approach
1: than you're used to using? Most of the classes we do or the projects that we end up making. It's usually online and we can't like really build whatever we want. Here we had in this project, we had more freedom to choose what we wanted to do. We had our own, we chose the problem and we chose the solution. We had, we just had more freedom than other projects.
0: Did that make you feel more invested in the project or did that feel different as a learner to be doing it that way?
1: Yeah, it felt different and encouraged encouraged us because we were able to choose a topic that we all enjoyed um, working on. So have you already thought about your next
3: project? I'm not sure about any next projects, to be honest. Maybe you get to take a break first.
2: A So in, in our classrooms every day, you know, there's opportunities to be hands-on and to work on some of these projects, right? Not just for this competition or this contest. So what might you recommend to all the middle school teachers out there to you know to get students utilizing you know you know participating more hands-on activities things that you had to do to really do the research on this on this project
1: I think mainly like teamwork because everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses. Some people, yeah, like I said before, some people learn in different ways. So if you can have like in a group, you can have someone like an artist like Tommy, someone who's engineering like me, someone who's good at um, grammar and structure like Eva and someone who um, has like a lot of facts and um, important information like Brad. If you can put us all in like a group together, we all have our own strengths that we can work
3: on.
2: So what I hear you saying is, Teachers need to get to know their students so they know what everybody can do and put them in a position to be most successful, not just make sure that everybody can do the exact same skills. Yeah. Right. That's a that's an issue with our education system that we're not fixing today on this podcast. But I think it offers us, you know, windows into activating our students. And if we don't know you, if your teachers don't know you, you can't they can't put you in a position to be successful and to end up being so successful that you win this contest. So hopefully we can have you both back on, you know, when you decide how you're going to spend the money uh, (laughs) that that came in from this contest. It's really
3: exciting.
0: So I'm really curious what kind of artist you are or what kind of artwork you like to do at Thomas.
3: All right. So I do a lot of types of artwork. I just sketch a lot. I draw a lot. I sometimes color. I, I do a lot of things, but most of the time I draw landscapes. I draw multiple architectural designs. But using this inside the project, it really helped us.
0: That's really cool. And it sounds like all of you brought very different skills to the table. And that ability to work in a team is really challenging. Learning it in middle school is important. Did you have any challenges? Or what was the biggest challenge of working in a team and bringing together people with different skills and talents?
3: All right, so one of our biggest challenges was just grouping all of us together and making us like work together efficiently. I mean, at, at some points we were at peaks of working together efficiently, but sometimes we struggled a lot with that. Like sometimes we just didn't do as well as we could, but overall we did a pretty good job. And
0: That's great. And stru-
2: struggling is part of the process, right? It's really hard to learn and to, to grow and do your best if you don't struggle and uh, whatnot. And I have one question from an art standpoint and, the answers i've received are all over the place but there's a lot of devices in schools now right and do you only draw on a piece of paper or a canvas or do you like to also draw on like ipads or like computer devices
3: um so i mainly draw on paper but i can draw on other things too like you know a ipad or laptop or anything like that
2: any favorite apps that you use to, when you draw at home or at school
3: and not really maybe not really favorite apps but maybe Krita. that's one just free one but that's just one i could just doodle on do whatever great
0: anytime i have to use an online art app even like canva i find a student to help me because they are so much better equipped at it than i am i have one other question and maybe michael you want to take this one i feel like every middle schooler while they're in middle school at some point or another either finds himself doing all of the work on a group project or feeling like someone else is taking over, and maybe you can both weigh in on that if you both have opinions, but have you found that that is one of the hardest parts of middle school as well, or have you had a different experience?
1: Yeah, like mainly a lot of teamwork. Everyone needs to trust each other, and most of the time, the reasons that some people don't do the work is because the people who end up taking charge don't listen to the ideas of others, and they should be like more open-minded to hear everyone's ideas. Is it hard to ask them to take a step back and give
0: other people a chance to weigh in?
1: Like, yeah, I, no, not really. Like, at the beginning of a project, before everyone starts, you should all come together and think of what everyone has to say, not just have one person take charge. I love that plan.
3: Yeah, I have another point of view on it. Sometimes people just don't want to do work, but it's mostly one person just becoming, you know, a little headstrong and not letting many people give their ideas, because they believe that their ideas are very important. But... Yeah, like Michael said, like teamwork is very important to have and know how to control.
2: Michael and Thomas, really appreciate, you know, your student voice here. Uh, Before we before we sign off here, I'd love to check in with the teachers um, that really helped make this happen. Uh, What did you learn from this project about yourself as a teacher and then about, you know, just working with students in general?
0: Hi, so my name is Gina Aiello and I'm actually the instructional coach at Franklin Avenue Middle School and it's my second year in this role. So coming out of the classroom and into this role, I'm really able to work with the students one on one. So in this project, I was able to help them foster their creativity and really take a look at their individual interests. Um, it's really exciting to see kind of what middle schoolers can do. And when we give them the freedom to be themselves in the classroom, I think that was really the most rewarding part of this project.
4: My name is Alyssa McAloney, and I'm a seventh grade science teacher at Franklin Avenue Middle School, and I just really enjoyed helping them become problem solvers. So taking a real-world problem and coming up with a real-world solution, they were able to use their 21st century skills. I was able to guide them through collaborating. We reached out to some professional beekeepers. They got to interview a... Um, a Cornell University professor who really gave them feedback on their solution, gave them research that was just his own research. So, resources that weren't, we weren't able to find, I wasn't able to find as a teacher, and they weren't able to find as students. So, really reaching out to those career experts was, I think, one of the most important things for them and allowed students to see different career paths while solving this problem.
2: Last question. Any resources, links, where can teachers go to find opportunities for their students like this?
4: So the best place for to do this challenge is the ASA Solve Together Challenge. You can go to their website. And the best part about this challenge is all the information is provided for the teacher. So it's a very low prep challenge. And the kids had so much fun doing it. I was so proud of them. And watching them be successful and be here today to share their story has been probably one of my best teaching moments. Um, So I'm just so proud of them. But there's also the Buck Institute of Education has a lot of great project-based learning projects, National Geographic has a bunch of project-based learnings to get um, students involved in these types of activities.
2: So thank you uh, for joining us today here live from AMLE uh, 2022 and uh, look forward to following your work of your school and um, maybe we'll uh, see you again in the future. We'll check back in with you and see how you're going to spend that money. Um, thanks for joining us.